para mi gente Con una pasión Con una pasión tan fuerte There it is You're live like Channel 5 Finest hour I got one of my Good friends in this world Who it don't matter how much time goes by We always gonna love each other That's Mr. Taylor Roberts from Riding with Killers and the band Taproot. What's up, brother? It's so good to see you, man. You too, man. You too. I've, uh, I'm so glad we've been able to keep in touch. And like I said, it was uh, back in 2007 when we was doing the thing down here. And, you know, I'm, I, there can't be nobody just about aside from some of your, like your mother and people be more happy for you than I am. And I mean that with everything in me, brother. I really appreciate that, bro. I mean, dude, who can forget Muffin Man and Fat? Hey, like, that was that was like an iconic duo, and in, in that of itself, like that was uh, that was the jam, dude. Oh, dude, I'll never forget that we had uh, that was that was we had rode to Pensacola, Florida, because these people said they were having a festival downtown Pensacola, and we got there, and it was in a vacant lot, and this guy had a five by seven rug for the drums, one extension cord. Said it was sponsored by Domino's Pizza. He had one pizza and a six pack of Budweiser. <laughs> and by that time, the phone rang and it was you. <laughs> Say, hey, what are you doing tonight? I was like, well, we had this, but what do you got? And it was at Kurtz in Gulfport. And yeah. And Beeline all in Gulfport. Man, Kurtz Bazaar. What a, what a time that was, man. man that, was, was uh, that was an era. Yeah. Yeah, they they were uh, that was like one of the first venues that really gave us a chance over there to you know. And aside from the fact they gave like every band member a case of beer or something crazy, it was uh, <laughs> it was so crazy, man. It was what was it? Uh, some bands like Burn and I can't really remember a lot of them from back then, but I remember yeah, wasn't it Burn? But uh, there's you know, I can't uh, think of too many others from that day. Dude, there was there's a lot to remember, man. Um, that that was uh, that was a fun place to to cut your teeth on, man. And it was just it was one of those shows that like you knew it was just gonna be a fun rowdy, just you know, like like in your face kind of a time. Like it was a, it was a fun spot, man. And you know, like sometimes you'd have it packed to the brim, and then sometimes you'd have like three or four people in the crowd, but it was still fun. And yeah. you still got to go up and play some music, and that's that's what really mattered. And it was always a good vibe there. And Kirk always, you know, like like, like he 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 really did give a lot of bands a lot of you know like a, a lot of chances to get on stage. And uh, you know, I, uh, I I have a lot of memories from that venue, man. Like that was uh that was the oh man, we get to go play a show 10, 15 yeah. minutes down the road from home. Like, let's go. Yeah. Was, yeah. And then we went to Celtic from there. And it, yeah. that was a, man, that was one of the shows ever. Dude, wow. some of those those old photos, man, of us, because yeah. uh, we dressed like that, that was when the Dark Knight had come out and like the entire band dressed like uh the joker's henchman from the opening right. scene and we all have masks on and uh there's a photo of me uh i'm pretty sure just i don't know what i'm doing but brian loman is on your back i'm pretty sure 
I couldn't do that. <laughs> I wanted to. And then, and then Chris Hernandez is just standing in the back like, wow. <laughs> and that was one of the funnest shows I ever played in any band I've ever been in. We, we've, I've had that conversation with a lot of people, and they're like, oh, man, I'm like, no, y'all don't understand this Halloween show was just on another it's, level. It's, it's one of those, like, never for in, like, packed house, like, you know, um, I mean, it doesn't take much up there, but still, like, like you know, like, to get people out to Pascagoula and, you know, get enough people to where people are shoulder to shoulder and, you know, every band throws down like a motherfucker that night and the crowd, you know, sticks out for the entire you know, evening like that. It's just, that was one of those shows, man. Like, uh, you know, that was, a, that was a really good time, man. Uh, Ryan, uh, Ryan basically, uh, he, he gave us a lot of shots too, man. That was how we started moving more East towards, you know, Mobile and then towards Pensacola and then Destin and then beyond, you know, like it was, it was, it was, it was, it, it was a good stepping stone you know and we had a lot of fun while we were there oh absolutely man i i got a uh with ryan i I love that place somebody i was working security even for him sometimes on the weekends we didn't have shows and he called me one time during the week and was trying to con- he wanted me to come over there and like manage it and he was going to move and like move it back i, I was at wisconsin or somewhere maybe where he's from but uh did i lose you Technical difficulties. There he is. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, you good? I got you. You good, brother? Hold on one second. Sorry, I'm back. Oh, you good, man? You good? That was that was the taproot uh, bat phone ringing. Uh, <laughs> make make the hair on the back of your neck stand up, still, man. Is this so surreal, dude? I uh, I still can't believe that I just played two shows with them, man. Like, I it doesn't feel real. It doesn't, but like at the same time, like when i was on stage with with phil and jared and steve like it was so it felt natural it yeah. felt comfortable um and i don't know man it was it was so much fun man and um i remember when i got that phone call i was uh seeing some really good clients and I, and really i can't even call them clients you know like we still work together um, but they've become some of my best friends, uh, Matt and Sam Stillman, who just had a child, which congratulations to them. I fucking love you guys. Um, but, uh, you know, beautiful baby girl, uh, healthy as can be, um, you know, just, just an awesome family, like really, really great people. But, um, I was out to lunch with them and, uh, I get a text and then a phone call and I start crying at the table and they're like, is everything okay? And I was like, everything's wonderful. <laughs> you know, cause like, right. it was like that, that just happened. Like I, it was, I couldn't believe it. And, uh, 
you know, like in rehearsal, like when we played mine, like that, I start, I got like the first couple songs. I was like, I, I would say I was in a panic. Cause like, I was like, Oh my God, I'm, I'm at rehearsals with all the guys. And this is the first time we're going to make sound together. Um, and then whenever we played mine, like I just got the goosebumps and I was just like, oh. yeah, <laughs> you know, and then the next day, which became even more surreal, um, Dave Coglin is going to play a couple of dates with Taproot. And here's how crazy all this shit is, man. So, so obviously Dave Coglin has done all the drums for the first uh, Riding with Killers record, as well as like various singles, EPs, yeah. yada, yada, yada. That, that's all Dave. And Taproot is what brought Dave and I together 10 years ago. He was the touring drummer for Taproot. And I just, I hit it off with all the guys, you know, um, you know, Mike included, like I, I, I always tell everyone I got spoiled on the Taproot tour because every single person from crew to band member was so nice. And it's like when when you get to tour with your childhood heroes, you know, and they're that cool to you and you feel like you became friends with them. Like like Phil used to teach me Brazilian Jiu Jitsu before yeah. shows 10 years ago. And, you know, um, dude, Steve, like just this is one of the funniest people like yeah. alive. And, you know, it's just like, you know, the guys that you watched on MTV as a kid and they're being cool to you and chatting with you and forming a relationship and they're not acting like they're better than anybody. And, but yet they're going up there every single night and just absolutely killing it. Um, but like getting to, to do rehearsals with Dave was just especially incredible and Megas oh dude that was so fucking mean that was so mean i was gonna ask you about meg that's a good she's story right here she's right here um but yeah man um it was just it was very very surreal that dave and i got to rehearse taproot tunes together because that's the very band that brought us together in the first place and you know, led us to making music together. And now we get to play a couple of shows as Taproot and we're in the same band. Like it's, yeah. it's so cool, man. Cause Dave, Dave's the older brother I never got to have, man. And I, I have had so much fun creating with him over the last, God, I would say at this point, like four or five years at this, you know, something like that. And, um, you know, I've just, I, I've grown, so much by being around him and his wife mel and his daughter delaney and um you know um they've just been so wonderful to me and i just i i can't thank them enough because like i i i'm still in the game and it's it's yeah. very hugely thanks to them like it, they they urged me to move up here and i came up here in 2017 when tapper did the two machine shop shows and Dave was like, yo, bro, just come stay the night with me and, and stay the weekend and had such a blast. And um, that's what made me be like, man, like I could be next to the machine shop. I could yeah. be next to all this. And, you know, I I made the jump because I wanted to be next to Dave and I wanted to make uh, music with him. And here we are, you know, like it's it's insane how things just work out and. The crazy part is, is the first show that Dave and I are doing together 
is that Route 20 in Racine, Wisconsin, with Wisconsin, Wisconsin, um, and that was the very last show that Catharsis played on our part of the taproot so and it was essentially the last day they did uh dirt fest i think the next night or something like that so it wasn't like you know this was a it was the last venue booked as the tour package and and everything else and um that is our first show together um with taproot is the the very venue that we left off together 10 years ago stuff man dude i know it's it's crazy man and you know the fact that like the next time that taproot does the machine shop run which this go around it's three sold out nights versus two like i get to be the guitar player and you know the fact that in 2017 those two nights and and being reunited with Phil and Steve and Dave and getting to meet Jared for the first time. It was like, Oh my God, man, I miss this so much. And I missed my, like my friends and my people. And, um, it felt, I don't know, the machine shop just instantly felt like home too, man. Like, like first time I ever walked in there, I was like, it felt like I had been there before. I had that crazy sense of like, man, I've dreamt about this place kind of a Mm. thing. And, uh, you know, I've I've just come to know those people up there as family now too, man. Um, like I ended up doing a sound gig for Miles Kennedy. I ran monitors for him uh, for his date up there, and um, just really got to know the crew that much more at the shop. And I don't know, man. It's 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 crazy how everything comes together. And you know, I just I didn't have all this on my bingo card, but here we are. No, for sure, man. I. It, uh... I, I, you know, I love the band Cold. That's one of my all-time like just favorites. I and I too. saw them at Taproot in Hattiesburg, uh, Hattiesburg, or whatever. Um, what was it? The Bottling Company, I think it was named. Yeah. Uh, yes, yes, they had yeah. the bottling. That was a cool venue. I never got to play there, but um, that was uh, that they had a really interesting stage, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Like I saw a bunch of photos from there, and uh, I know they used to have all kinds of good shows coming through. Oh yeah, it was. Uh, of course, you know I love Taproot, and it, uh, calling is like my man. That's just one of my songs. That's like, oh yeah, dude, that, that's in my. That's up there for me, you know. And uh, we I bought that street. on so many streaming services, so many different times throughout the years. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's a uh, man. Uh, remember that uh, I met the singer from Cold, and it was kind of like, okay, now I walk outside, and all the guys from Taproot are just like chilling and i'm like i'm just the kind of person i'm like you know i'm not gonna be fanboy but i'm like hey man how you doing just to fill it out see how they were doing dude they were so nice man it was like i was like it got to the point i was like all right i gotta hit the road because i get back home because they were just so genuine and so like they were interested in talking to you you know just they were treating everybody that came up to them outside the venue that night just you know, they were just so late. They did not have any ounce of like rock stardom to them. They were feel yeah. all of them, and they were just like, "Hey, man, what's up?" You know, asking questions, talking. Where are you from? And I was just like, got pictures with them. I was like, oh, "Wow, I just hung out with Taproot." Yeah. <laughs> it was like twenty years in. I think so. So, so you know exactly what I'm talking oh, yeah. about, yeah. and with with how they are, because like, like that's that's again, that's why I always echo that sentiment that I I really got spoiled on that tour because, 
you know, like people aren't always that cool. No, and, uh, and they were, you know, yeah. and that's, and, and, and especially, you know, like, like you said, when you connect with the music and you find that, that meaning in those songs and you get to have those, those expressions of emotions, whether it be anger or sadness or happiness or, you know, whatever, like there's, there's such a wide variety that, that of emotions that I've gotten to feel with that band and to, to play guitar for a band that I actually care about. That's, that's cool. Now, was there a, um, I don't know if I've asked you this just in messaging or whatever. Was there an audition process or were you just, you were just the man, huh? They were like, we want you. <laughs> Basically. Um, so I feel like um, Dave was passing along some of my tunes to like Phil and the rest of the guys that we were writing together, mm -hmm. um, you know, and, and what we were recording with Matt LaPlante and um, they basically were, they thought i think at first that i still lived in mississippi and oh. then once phil he was like oh wait he's in detroit like he's up here with us. they were like call him now like they were just like yes like yeah. so like i did it's not like i went up against anybody but like they yeah. they knew i guess that they wanted me so um you know like i i, I got asked by steve um you know, I got asked by Phil, like, like I, I had some good phone calls and um, they, they said that they wanted me to be there and that, you know, that, that there was no one else that they were, they were looking at. So that, that meant the world. Cause it's like, it's, it's, I mean, it's taproot, man. <laughs> wherever, you know what I mean? They could have just pulled in somebody. Hey, it's taproot. We want to, we need a touring guitarist or whatever. Right. But they chose you, man. That is so special. And so, genuine you know what i'm saying that that, that is yeah. i know that had to just fill your heart with all kind of love man. uh dude i felt it big time um after we finished playing birthday in marietta ohio um this past saturday we uh we headlined that date um but we got to see the homies and smile empty soul i absolutely mm -hmm. love those guys um 10 years played if always a phenomenal show man those guys throw it the fuck down there their led panels that they had on the other side of the stage so i ended up climbing up this fire escape up to the second story and hopped over some shit and was up by like the um the air conditioned units but like i had this insane view while 10 years was playing and like I, I need to upload some of the video because it was it was so cool because the venue was outside in between two buildings and it, it was like long ways and i mean dude front to back just filled it was insane mm -hmm. um but like um i i've been getting to sing you know a lot um with taproot which is fucking awesome you know and um and uh, i was belting the end parts of uh birthday and uh once i hit that last note it just kind of rang out and like it hit me what was happening just because especially that song birthday dude yeah. like like what a beautiful beautiful emotional song man like like getting a little well up thinking about it man like that yeah. was just that was the moment i think that like it really hit me that i was doing this and um uh like like uh my tech uh and really jared it, it, he was jared's tech first but he became my tech as well but julius i absolutely love that kid um 
he walked up and he saw where I was at. And he's like, bro, he's like, you're killing it. Enjoy. Like, like he knew exactly what to say. He was like, mm-hmm. live in this moment, right? The fuck now, but drink yeah. some water. And I was like, what? And he was like, drink some water. I, I know that look. And I was like, all right, man. Like, and he was just on it. And I, I've yeah. never experienced that before in my life, dude. Cause like, dude, I had eight guitar changes at that yeah. show. And um, just because the way the set bounces around and I've got four different tunings because, you know, I've been trying to play all of this true to how it was written and recorded in studio and the way that Mike played. And, um, you know, I want to do it the right way. And that requires me to have four guitars. And, um, dude, he didn't miss a beat, man. But... um, I don't know that 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 I got really emotional at that point, and it was uh, it just it still doesn't seem real, man. But it's it's the coolest it's the coolest thing in the world. It really is. That was my bone to pick with you, knucklehead, about singing. The first time I heard that riding with killer stuff, I wanted to come strangle you. I'm like, what did it do? What in the world? Where did this come from? <laughs> Nobody from you know Catharsis, the other bands you were in. It's just like. Oh my God. You know, I like talk with different people. I'm like, you ever heard Taylor sing? They're like, what? Taylor sing? I'm like, yeah. You know, and I'm like, what in the world, dude? You you could have, but I know you explained the timing deal. You know, was it, was that something you really just never wanted to? Um, I mean, dude, like, I, I clearly remember being a kid and like, no shame in my game, but like, I used to sing the fuck out of some Backstreet Boys when I was yeah. a kid um and just like that pop era man like that era was fucking sweet for all that music for pop period like that that era was awesome you know and and i'll 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 die on that hill but like i always remember that i loved singing I, i i i enjoyed it but like i feel like for a long time i was very scared of my own voice Mm -hmm. um and you know after after i left wildfire i was like well what am i gonna do and then it was like well you know i can try to find another front man or it's like i can do it like why not like i like singing i like talking to the crowd like i feel like i always did talk to the crowd with and wildfire like i like i always you know, maybe I wasn't, you know, like the best front man 100% of the time, but I feel like I always found a good way to get a response out of the audience. Yeah. And um, I knew that I enjoyed it. I knew that I felt comfortable with it. Um, and, uh, you know, again, like I, I knew that I always liked singing and I was like, well, maybe I can try. Maybe I can see what happens. And, um you know, learning to sing and play guitar at the same time and be a front man. Like it's, it's definitely been a challenge, but like, I feel like I'm getting more comfortable with it. I'm getting more comfortable with the songs and like, I've, I've had to work up vocal health too, especially cause like, I, I don't know if you remember a few years back, but I had an inguinal hernia, uh-huh. which was God awful. Um, yeah. Don't really recommend you ever get one of those. All right um but like to to protect myself moving forward because like that was my problem it was like i i could sing sing like i could hit notes but like i wasn't getting there properly i was i was i was pushing too hard 
I was, I was not breathing properly. Like I'm still, you know, learning. And, um, you know, honestly, like I, I would love to find a good in-person vocal coach. Like, I think that would be, that's something I'm putting out to the universe, like to find the right person to, yeah. to sit with. Cause you know, I want longevity with, with what I do. And, um, you know, like that, you know, causing myself that kind of physical harm you know like that was a big wake-up call i still hit that fucking note though man like i i hit it like you know i got it but like at what cost oh, yeah. <laughs> you know um like it's uh it's been it's been a fun but challenging road but like it's cool to know that i can do it and yeah my favorite thing is the fact that um you know, it's just the three of us, you know, and I'm not like, yeah. I might have like, you know, like our little fun zips and zaps, or if there's like an orchestral part or a, a programmy part and, you know, um, you know, a little bit of rhythm guitar, but even then, like I have it solo in the mix on a track yeah. that like, you know, like it's, it basically, it feels like three dudes up there because it is just three dudes up there. Like I'm not relying heavily on anything. Like I just, you know, and, and like even a lot of the times too, like we've, we've had to play a lot of shows where we haven't had access to tracks and that's okay. Cause like we got up there and we ran the songs like not, you know what I mean? Like it was like, dude, no matter what, we can get up there and play a rock show because right. we're you know we're not a track heavy band but it's cool that we're a three-piece and we still sound full right you know yeah so um that's kind of been um my my big thing is that you know like it's really cool that we can do this as a three-piece and and again we're not a track heavy band um because that's my thing dude i i, I want to write rock songs you know <laughs> like maybe you know one song requires for a little which we one of our new singles um that will be i would say one of the lead singles from the new record um you know my buddy george um did the violins and um it's it's absolutely beautiful but like it's it's not like there's a whole 30 piece or, or 50 piece orchestra behind us it's just nice little Right. little things and um you know it's uh it's it's i don't know man it's it's been really cool to to be able to to do this because for it's it's scary man like i was never the singer i was never the front man and yeah. you know to get up there like it's it's hard man even for 30 minutes to get up there and oh yeah jump around like an idiot and put and look cool and move with the music but oh, yeah. stay on with the guitar and you know singing and staying on key and yeah you know but it's 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 been fun so i i'm having a really good time and um yeah i feel like it's been preparing me for all the stuff with taproot too so right. yeah i mean especially the way you, i mean you've always had a great stage presence and it's uh i've told people that i've told you i think recently that i used to Jack, that you know, as our drummer, I used to say, I'm like, man, I just love watching Taylor play guitar. You could just, you just like it's, some people just got it. And it's like, that's what they're meant to do. That's your art. That's your soul. That's everything you're letting out. And it's, uh, it's a beautiful thing to watch. I mean, that's, that's not just like, you know, whatever. It's, you know, I love you anyway, but there, there's musicians you will see 
and things like that that you can just there's anybody that knows me knows I was never a big metal guy. I, I didn't grow up on a lot of metal like them guys I played with. How I wound up in a metal band like I did, I still don't know. And I never felt like I was like a really good metal. You were person. a really good screamer too, I, man. Like you had a hell of a scream on you. Yeah. It just came out, man. It just happened that way. So but uh, how you play guitar and you know, it's it's just knowing you as long as I've known you and then watching you from the band you've been in and you it's you I know that you playing guitar if I hear it. And then I, I don't know if that's a Oh, that's awesome. Thank I mean, you very, that's just, a huge compliment. Thank you very much. Oh yeah, absolutely, man. Cause it's uh I've had this conversation. Me and Jake had this conversation not too long ago. We were just talking about old times and music and I was like yeah, I was letting him hear some Rodney Killer stuff. We was over here, and uh, I told him, I was like, man, you just tell that's Taylor. And you hear the guitar stuff. I was like, you just, I guess, because I, I said, I don't know if it's because I've known him so long, and I've heard every band he's been in and watched him, or if it's just, even, you know, I, I'm, I'm trying to watch stuff online that people have recorded with cell phones from Taproot, and I'm like, it's Taylor. <laughs> and it's Taylor playing guitar. <laughs> you know, you're playing a Taproot song, but that is definitely Taylor Roberts playing guitar. And like that I mean, means the world, man. Thank you. That is a compliment, goes. You know, you you see that some people just going through the motions, but and I keep calling it. You know, I, that's just me. I say art. I mean, that is your, that's you. You know what I mean? That's that's everything in you. And uh, but yeah, well, man. I, I feel like whenever I get to walk up the steps or the ramp or whatever, um, it's almost like there's a portal. Like, mm-hmm. it's like you get to the very top and then once you walk through it, it's like, uh, like you're coming through the Stargate or something and you're like, oh, and it's like, oh shit, here I am. Like, like, ah, oh. you know what I mean? It's like, I, yeah. I, that's when I feel like I, I, I'm me, you know, like that's my, that's one of my favorite parts of, of a live show too, man, is that first initial walk on you cross that little threshold and it's like, all right. Yeah. Here we are. It's go time. Let's do this. And um yeah, man, I I I'm very thankful that I'm even getting back to because you know, there was there was about a three and a half, four year period or so where I didn't get to do jack or shit. I mean, I was in the studio, but like That's I was getting to perform. You had to have been just oh my god. <laughs> oh dude, I was losing my fucking mind, man. Like it 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 didn't feel real, dude, because, you know, you go from touring and playing all these awesome shows and, you know, digging through the fucking trenches. And then it's like, but mm-hmm. like, I'm, I felt like I had to burn my house down, you know, mm-hmm. go like, like take it down to the studs, like maybe even take the framing down and repour a new foundation. And all right, mm-hmm. let's, let's. Let's do this again, you know. But let's let's make this a little more here, and let's do this a little more there. And okay, now we know. Blah 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 blah. Um, you know, like it, it it sucked. It hurt. It was it was awful. But it was necessary, I think, because I wouldn't I wouldn't appreciate what I'm doing now. I don't think as much as I truly do. And and that's been one of my big things. Is I feel like. I understand. Like, I I still haven't fully processed everything. And even with Riding with Killers, like, dude, we've done some great shows. Like, mm-hmm. we haven't had a bad show yet, you know? It's, it's and they've all been relatively big. But even, even the small shows that we did in Hamtramck the other day was fucking awesome. Like, we sold a shit ton of merch. 
we had people that walked up to the table and they missed our set, which was no, not a problem. They still bought merch and they were like, oh, we heard you guys on Spotify. We were really hoping to check you out. We didn't know what time you played. And it was like, holy shit. Like, <laughs> like what? Like, it, yeah. and it's, it's, it's crazy. Cause you know, I'm not from here. I'm not from Detroit or this area and that have someone I've never interacted with online in person or whatever, just come up and, Man, we're so sorry we missed your set. We we love what you're doing. We want to buy two shirts, blah, blah, blah. And it was just like, all right. Yeah. Amazing, you know? Um, so it's uh, – I'm having fun again, man. Like, I, I feel like that I, – I feel like I'm 14 again, dude. Like, that's the best way I know how to describe this. Like, it's like I'm getting all geeky over cool guitars again and, and gear, which I mean, I've always been a gear slut and a whore mm -hmm. and um, that's, that's never really gone away, but like just where my interests and tastes are, which, you know, like all the pieces that I have are very unique, um, I would say, and, and they're, they're really cool, but it's just like, I, I see where, I just I feel like I'm getting that that second wind, you know. Um, and, and, and like I said, I feel like a teenager, dude. Like, oh, yeah. Except this time, like instead of pretending in my best friend's bedroom, you know, at twelve one o'clock in the morning, you know, music just loud enough to not piss his parents off, and we've got his guitar that like we both get guitars for Christmas, kind of a thing, but we don't yeah. know how to play just yet. But we're all right, I'm the guitar player now. You're the singer. All right, next song. All right, I'm the singer. You're the guitar player. You know, swap. Just pretending, and then it's just like, oh, this is this is real now. And um, I don't know, man. It's 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 really cool to to just have that appreciation, man. Like I'm I'm very happy with where life is at and how things are going. And I I, you know, I'm excited where the future's headed. And um. Yeah. You know, just really, really grateful to be where I'm at, man. It, it's it's awesome. Yeah. What year was that first CPR fist that campus has played? Ooh. Was um, to, to open that up, or was that a... So the first big show I ever did, and this was, man, this was back when Clint was still singing, yeah. and, and Brian Loman, and Cedric, and Phil... Uh, we we ended up winning a contest with Ernie Ball to open the Taste of Chaos tour in 2008. Yeah, um, and that was like the first time Avenged Sevenfold and Bullet for My Valentine and a tree you had ever, and I mean ever, come to anywhere near our place. And like, dude, everybody was there. Like, like ten thousand asses were in ten thousand fucking seats for the opener band, which was us. And. Yeah. Um, so that was the first big one. I was like 18, um, at that one. Uh, and then CPR Fest, God, um, was it, I feel like it might've been 2010, 2011. It was the taste of chaos I was thinking of because of, uh, we had entered that contest as well, but we didn't have a good recording at all. And I knew we weren't like, you know, where we needed to be. To it was, it was, the song, everything was the one that did it, man. Yeah. Oh yeah. I remember seeing video of that, of, uh, 
of y'all playing that. It was almost like somebody filmed it maybe from backstage or side stage, kind of. Yeah, dude, I, I had a sweet – it was uh, – I think we made uh, – it was a live video of Can't Have It All. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that was the name of the tune. And uh, I think it was my my ex at the time, or my like who filmed that. Pretty sure that was it. Was a sweet video though, man. There was an awesome pan mm-hmm. across the entire Gulf Coast Coliseum, and it was yeah. that's that's something that I want to do both with writing with Killers and Taproot is come back to Biloxi and and play inside the Coast Coliseum. So oh. Scott Fox, Kenny Vest, if you're listening. <laughs> Hey, I would be there. I guarantee you that 100% I would be there. Uh, anywhere close. I, was, I was told my wife, I was like, if I mean, even if, if he's with Taproot or Riding the Killers, if y'all hit Atlanta, I'm even thinking maybe like Nashville, maybe New Orleans, you know. Oh, uh, uh, dude, I, you know, man, and, and I I obviously can't speak to any plans because I don't know. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, you know, but like I, I just I have a feeling and I'm not going to get my hopes up because it's not real till it's real. But I just I have a feeling that after we make it through these 21 shows, I feel like everyone's going to want to go go back out and start doing, you know, and even if we repeat the same formula, you know, that's happening right now. Um, there's been talks of, you know, going back down south and hopefully hitting, you know, Dustin, um, oh, yeah. I, I, I mean, absolutely New Orleans, like gotta come, gotta come hit New Orleans, like maybe hit House of Blues or something. That oh, yeah. would be yeah. such oh. a nostalgic show, you know, cause oh, yeah. I mean, Catherine system wildfire damn yeah. near became the, the opener house band essentially for being a non Louisiana band. Right. Um, you know, they, it would shout out to, to house of blues, New Orleans. Like I, I absolutely love and, miss you guys down there uh jean was such a huge hand in getting me in that place and hooking me up with the right people but like th- th- i never played a bad show there that was another venue man like every single show at the house of blues in new orleans was just it was perfect man i had my my little ritual fucking do sound check walk down to coops see uh see my people down there see judah and then uh walk back play a show and oh yeah that was that sorry yeah. I'm, I'm ranting and rambling i'm just oh, it's just like 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 talking with you man and like just going down memory lane it's like ah oh, this lane oh wait this opens up this trail and then from right. that trail and we go hole. down this stream and then <laughs> it just becomes one like one gigantic rabbit hole but man like it's it's so cool to just kind of go back over all this history with you man like it's uh we had a lot of good times, dude. Like yeah, that's what I know. thought when I was thinking. I was like, "What am I going to ask him?" And I'm like, "Well, I want to. Yeah, I want to kind of reminisce. This might. This ain't gonna be the only time I have you. You know, do this. I hope you know that. But it's yeah. Uh, no, I'd, it's, I'd love to come hang out again, man. This has been awesome. Yeah, I, I definitely wanted. You know, I was like, man, there's so much we could. Man, we could spend an hour just talking about this. The old days. We could spend an hour talking about. Coaches. I mean, sounds <laughs> like we're gonna. Sounds like we're gonna have a web series. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a chronicle but, of of the Gulf Coast to to Detroit. Oh man, know. that's uh. But I mean, when I heard you was moving, I was like, you know, because you you went to Indiana first. Uh, I was I was in Ohio for three oh, months, wow. and then I was in Indiana for a year at Sweetwater. 
which you know like like you know i'm i'm glad i left but at the same time i'm so glad that i i had that experience and i met all the people that i did uh got to add to my database of knowledge and i got to play with you know a bunch of toys that we don't get in our market in the gulf coast a lot man because i mean you know after hurricane katrina you know like it wasn't just new orleans i mean like the oh, kingston's yeah. the the shop that i used the guitar shop i was at for 10 years i mean we went from carrying you know your artist package prs custom 24 and your your gibson last paul standards and even some of your nicer reissues and ordering you know um the wood library paul reed smiths for certain customers you know like having that two thousand to five thousand dollar ranging guitars that we were able to sell and move like the the roped off section man where yeah. like like wayne's world like oh <laughs> like all the beautiful things just right yeah. there uh, you know but the velvet rope you know yeah. you know at pinkston says no sir and not but like you know we went from that to all right, the most expensive guitar we can really sell semi-consistently is like $700 to maybe $900, depending on what the $900 guitar was, mm. you know? Um, so, like, um, yeah, man, like, it, it was it was cool to to get to to expand on that and and like i said man like just things that we didn't really have access to like in terms of studio gear and even right. with with certain live applications man like yeah dude you can outfit a mardi gras float and we can outfit like a small bar or a venue but like we're not doing you know dante or you know <laughs> like running multiple channels of wireless and doing wireless distribution and doing any or you know, monitor rigs and like doing consoles that are, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars. And then, you know, like, dude, we didn't even do the digital recording thing at Pinkston's man, like, cause there was no market really for it. Right. And, um, you know, getting to spend time with, which I got to give a huge shout out to universal audio and my buddy, Rob, um, who have taken such amazing care of me throughout he, he, past my time at Sweetwater. They have still continued to be awesome to me. So I uh, really, really love Universal Audio. And, um, you know, shout out to Rob and, and everyone up there. Like, thanks for doing what you do. Um, but it, it was it was cool to, to get that experience. But I, I feel like for what I need to do in life, like I was there the perfect amount of time. I was there for a year. I got in got out and um moved to detroit after that because you know it, i didn't mind driving two hours across the midwest you know every couple every other weekend really mm -hmm. um to stay with dave and go record in in lansbury lane studios and um in farmington michigan with uh with mark papo mm -hmm. um but mark was like you know hey man do you do you know how to paint uh, cause you need to be here with the band. I can offer you a job. And I was like, dude, as it just so happens, that is my trade aside from music. Mm -hmm. Um, which, which it is, you know, like, and, and obviously I'll, I'll touch on this too, but like I, I now own and operate, um, a commercial and residential painting business that services the Metro Detroit area, basically within about, I'd say an hour maybe a little bit past that hour radius, but you know, um, I, I've gotten to 
do a lot of really cool projects. Like I've started hitting historical homes and buildings up here. Like I did a a hundred year old theater off of Woodward Avenue. So I've got a building on Woodward, which is the main street that takes you straight to the middle of downtown is Woodward Avenue. That's where they do, I'm pretty sure the dream cruise um you know it's motor city and there's there's cars galore especially summertime car shows fucking everywhere yeah uh but it's cool man to to be a mississippi boy and i got a building that i painted that you that anybody and their mom can go see right now on the main street in midtown you know uh in in detroit man like it's it's so cool and i i've got another project that i'm doing some really great friends of mine garrett and rocky um, I do a lot of commercial work with them. Um, really, really appreciate those guys. Um, but I'm doing a building in um, Corktown, which is like the historical section of Detroit. Like they've got some really nice older homes that are preserved really nice, like brick, you know, uh, roads, like like the red brick roads. It's it's really yeah. cool. But um, I'm doing a 40,000 square foot building inside and out. Ooh. And um, it's just me and a and, and a twenty one year old kid, Skyler, who works for me. Um, he uh, he's dating Dave's daughter, so it's like I hired my little brother, kind of thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's it was like an all in the family kind of a yeah, thing, yeah. dude. This kid is so badass, man. Like like you would not think he was twenty one years old with with the way that he thinks, the way that he acts, the way that he works. That just he's a he's a good kid, man. Like I I. I feel like, like I said, he's got little brother vibes. Like I, I mm-hmm. feel like I'm getting to be an older brother to somebody and I get, I get to teach him things and he teaches me things too, which is awesome, man. Like he's, yeah. uh, he's just such a good kid, man. I, I've, I've, um, done a lot of great work with him by my side, but, uh, but yeah, man. So anyway, circling back, um, I got a commercial painting gig, um, in 2019, I think it was, and that's what allowed me to move up here. And I was doing Henry Ford hospitals. Um, I was doing Beaumont hospitals, which are some of the bigger spots up here. And then I was doing a lot of work downtown Detroit, like uh, did a really, really sick taco joint, did a couple of them, uh, Condado's Tacos, which if you ever come up here, bro, we're going, you know, if sands or butts, we're going to Condado's Tacos. Like eight days a week, man. Like we're gonna we're gonna smoke like five joints and go eat tacos. <laughs> and, I, and the best part is all the artwork inside, and it, it's like acid inspired. It's very oh, cool. Wow. That's, that's all I'll tell you. But it's uh, it's a very very neat place. Excellent excellent food. Um, you know so uh, so I, I got to start painting a lot of really cool stuff, man. I did a lot of really cool um, offices. Um, a lot of doctors' offices, like just base, basically commercial stuff. Did a lot of really awesome businesses up in uh, Berkeley and Birmingham, Michigan, which which that's where like all the really big professional um, buildings are, like in big uh, complexes where, dude, you've got probably a hundred businesses, but they're all like top rated business. Like it's it's the it's a really nice area, so mm-hmm. to speak. So. Um, I got to really, you know, cut my teeth on um, some cool, you know, projects working for Mark. And, uh, and then after COVID happened, man, like that really dissolved that job. Yeah. And um, basically uh, had another gig and it ended up not working out because um, of some bullshit that happened in Ohio a few years back. 
but um basically i was like well i'm just gonna start my own business and then here we are so yeah and that's crazy man because you're especially with taproot now i'm sure you was at one point riding with killers and you're you have the you know you're you're in control full and your own company you've got everything lined up going down and then here's taproot and you're like whoa oh <laughs> uh, dude so like Three i mean like, jobs. <laughs> dude stuff still like like you know like obviously we've got the dates coming with taproot but dude like our next show we're doing a sold out show with a uh, puddle of mud at the machine shop september 15th so like we're, we're getting a set ready for that um i'm gearing up to release this first record um mm-hmm. which um I've been having these moments so many times and that's, that's what led me to wanting to call the album this, but uh, the first Riding with Killers record is going to be called Full Circle because I feel like that's been the theme of my life for the last year or yeah. so. And we're, we're finally like almost done with everything and we've got everything sounding great. And, um, you know, that'll be releasing later in the fall, maybe around Halloween time or something. And then uh, in November, Jacob uh herman is coming back over from gothenburg sweden and we're going to finish the second riding with killers record we're going to spend a week in uh saline michigan at the loft um mm-hmm. hanging out with uh with tim paddling uh bass player sponge and i i fucking loved him um yeah. uh you know dave brought me up to that studio it's up on this gorgeous farm and i think tim might even have the a-frame up and going so we might have a really cool and unique place to record some vocals he's building the smartest coolest house i have ever seen in my entire life right down to the foundation and how he poured it and the systems that are running through and the way he did the plumbing and the central heating and it like it's it's very very impressive what he's doing and it's it's like this crazy kit house, but um, I don't know. I'll end up taking some pictures while we're out there recording. But you know, like I've got, I've got two records that I'm essentially sitting on, and then you know, Taproot has a new album, Scissors, coming out September 29th, and um, the painting business. It just it's been exploding lately. Like the clientele that I have been getting, and the properties that I'm getting to touch, like. I just did the uh, the vice president of Morgan Stanley's house the other day up in Troy, oh. Michigan, and the house was insane. But like, I love that I get to be the guy that gets to work on these insanely huge and complex houses. And um, that one ran me into the ground a little bit, though. Um, we finished it in just under two weeks, and it was four thousand square feet. We did um, ceilings, walls, trim, doors. Uh, We fixed about 30 hot patches. We took out like 12 outlets and capped everything off with the wires and then mudded all the wall, like like made it look like nothing was ever there. And Mm -hmm. there was like, I think eight or nine different colors and four different sheens and I, stripped and sprayed 70 cabinets Whoa. um all within like four days on the cabinets which i only had like four days it was like okay countertops are out um they'll be back with the new ones you got like four days and i'm like this is like a eight day job man because there was three day there was three colors between 70 cabinets like a dark green a beautiful light blue and a pure white but it's like man that's 
you're supposed to take all the hardware off, set mm-hmm. everything up in a booth, spray it, walk away for three hours, let it cure, <laughs> come back, inspect it, sand if you need to, do it again, walk away, come back, turn it over, and you know, like there, there's just, but it was, it was kind of cool because it was like, well, I, I know that I can problem solve this, and <laughs> instead of being like, man, like I can't believe I'm having to do this, it's like, man it's cool that I get picked to do this because I can handle it and I can figure it out and I can find my way around, which we did. And, um, you know, it's, I I love getting to do unique projects. And then like going back to Matt and Sam, dude, I just did a Marvel house with them. It was a big 3000 square foot Airbnb. It was so cool. Uh, Kiara, the, the designer, she killed it with the murals and all the, furniture and the the just the, everything that she picked for that house was so cool and we did like a hulk room we did an iron man room we did a captain america room we did just a basic avengers room yeah. um you know they had like some spider-man wallpaper that they put in the kitchen um did a black panther room like you know it was it was so cool and different and it wasn't just the all right, paint everything worldly gray, yeah, you know, yeah. white, white ceiling, you know, which white ceiling yeah. is fine and white trim is fine. But like, dude, fucking stop with the grays, man. Like it, it looks like the investor special. It looks like a flip. It looks yeah. like it's like, dude, like, like all the, it, it, it's sterile. I hate it. And yeah. like when I have people like Matt and Sam or Andres or, you know, Garrett and Rocky and, and, and people like that, that a, like look to me for, for my professional opinion, which is really cool because, you know, they're trusting me. Um, and like, they're, they're not just wanting to stick with ordinary shit. They want to do something that, that grabs you that, that, that Mm -hmm. is attention, you know, like it just, it's it's cool to finally get to start working for more people and and like Kathy and and her husband Doug man we did such a cool basement for them like you know like I, I'm just meeting really great people up here that that also support the music aspect of what I'm doing it's uh it's cool man so oh, yeah. you know awesome. it's 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 been busy <laughs> I could yeah, talk about cool. painting for for an hour or two man like it's is it's yeah. you know it's fun. Yeah, like all of it's fun. Even the hard work is fun as fuck, man. Like I might get stressed out or, you know, a little frustrated from time to time, you know, like with deadlines or blah, because, you know, like I want to make my people happy and I want to do a great job. And like sometimes I make myself frantic with that, that, that need to be there to have that perfection, especially with, with my, my job. But like, I I still have fun with it every day and it's, it's nice to be active and doing shit and moving and not at the same place every single time. And, you know, I still, you know, like I mostly get to work by myself with Skylar, but like, you know, and which is nice cause I'm not dealing with like a hundred different people every single day, mm-hmm. but I still get to meet people. I still get to meet these homeowners and, you know, these, these management companies like, uh, Benita with, with rental one management. I fucking love that woman. She's so cool. So nice. Um, and I've done some really awesome properties for them. And again, man, it's just, um, 
I feel like I'm landing where I need to be in, in right. all areas, you know, like, like the taproot thing, bouncing back with my ADHD ass. Um, <laughs> like, dude, when I'm playing those songs with those guys, like I'm weirdly comfortable. Like when I, and, and when I was learning them too, I was like, I was like, this feels like I need to be doing it. You know, like it, it felt like I had always played those riffs, you know, <laughs> and um, it's cool, man. It's, I think you're a great cool. I, I, I've, I've told many people that, you know, I, I said that's a, you know, that that's, I, I just, like you said, it just like going back to when I heard you play, you know, just from like people's cell phone videos and things like that. I was like, oh yeah, he's, uh, he's got it. Um, jumping ahead. I know there's a really big festival on deck for you guys. Are you excited yes. about that? Oh my God, dude. Like, um, Virginia, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Blue Ridge rock festival, man. It's going to be insane, bro. It's going to be so good. And, uh, I'm so stoked. We're playing the same day as Papa Roach, you know, like they were, they were another one of those, I mean, dude, between angels and insects is what made me want to play guitar. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, um, it, it'll be so cool to, to see those guys. And I know that the Taproot guys have had a relationship with them in the past. So it'll be cool to 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 meet all those guys again. But this time as, as the guitar player for Taproot. And, um, you know, I'm stoked to see Parkway Drive. Uh, dude, I'm going to be smoking Halloween side stage watching uh, 3-6 Mafia, though. Like, I can't <laughs> fucking wait for that shit, dude. Yeah. Um, I'm half con like I want to I want to get there for Thursday uh, or, or maybe it's Friday uh, but either I want to see Till Lindman mm-hmm. uh, the front man for Ramstein um, dude his solo work is is incredible uh, it's Hassan Kender mm-hmm. uh, I really recommend you watch that music like if you okay. can put it on like you know like like a big screen TV or something and watch it I mean, dude, that's what we do. Like, uh, like I, Dave gave me this dope, uh, little home theater that he wasn't using. Um, kick some fucking ass, man. Um, but like, I basically use my PlayStation and go to YouTube and watch, like, I really love watching music videos that way nowadays. But, um, that was one of those videos that like, I, I was just glued to the TV and I was like, the storyline is incredible the way that this is filmed is amazing and the song itself is just such oh my god like i i would i want to see that live so I, i'm hoping they'll uh they'll hook us up with some some early passes and i, I would really love to see cypress hill i oh. think they're thursday like oh my god man that would be great there, there's there's a lot of bands that oh, like uh if, if i can take some time off and get some passes and, and figure that out and not to mention, dude, I just, I want to have all the gear down there anyway. Like I, I ain't doing the drive-in super late, like not for that show. Fuck that, man. I, I want to be there. I want to be, I want to be close by. I want to figure out if maybe there's a way to drop gear off at the festival and have it, in, you know what I'm saying? Or, right. or do something to where like, I know the gear is going to be fine. And, um, and, but like. I, I want to get there early, and, I, and there's a lot, a lot of bands that I really, really want to see that I've never gotten to see because, you know, like, you know, it, when, when bands were even coming close because, you know, we don't – I'll be real, man. Like, on the Gulf Coast, we don't 
get the shows that no. we get. Like even in Detroit, and and yeah. you know, but like 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 you know, we're Macy and I are gonna go to Chicago this weekend just to fuck off and get away because dude, we've been going so hard between mm-hmm. music and and painting and and playing out of state and and travel like um like we've been going and doing fun stuff but it's always been work like so that's that's kind of our thing is to to jump over over there but um you know like dude like the shows that come through chicago the shows that come through detroit like oh my god like it's insane like like from pop to even country even it's not like like the new age stuff it's not my vibe like i like older stuff for sure Mm -hmm. like you know i mean you you and i are on the same page with that um but like dude the artists that come through and and i guess it's because they have the ability to sell a fuckload of tickets and Mm -hmm. um but you know what i mean like anytime any bands that i remotely wanted to see would maybe have an Atlanta date or, or or New Orleans date or something like I was always on the road. I was always on tour or they just don't touch our area. And there's a lot of artists that just do not touch the South. They don't, you know? Um, And if they do, it's down in like, you know, maybe Miami or Tampa or, 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 or something like that, you know, but um, there's a lot of bands that I would really love to see, but I'm, I'm so stoked for that we may or may not have some special things planned for that one um that's all i can say (laughs) um it's gonna be sick man it's uh that one's that one's gonna be that one's gonna be a real one too to just like that i i i'm bugging here but um that one's gonna be very surreal too man especially with what we're gonna be doing for that show how we're doing it and then the show that we're just playing in itself because i mean we're on the same day as megadeth mm-hmm. uh papa roach um parkway drive um there's a bunch of others I, I i don't have the list in front of me but my god what what a what a stacked day man like i yeah. i never did i ever you know like i mean i always dream i always hoped and dreamed that i would get there and i always felt like i could find a way but it's just like yeah. you know like we're we're built up high like it's crazy to be built up that high on a festival yeah. that crazy oh yeah you man um, i wanted to go so bad my buddy aaron lives up that way and it's my you know i got a baby coming and it's my baby's going to be here in about three weeks three to four weeks so it's oh, like, wow well, congratulations dude yeah. There's no, I'm too old to be making babies, right? <laughs> but uh, nah, man, my my buddy Aaron, he was just in town. Uh, he's you know we played in bands together back in like 2003. We grew up together, but his uh, wife they met in Jacksonville. He moved to Jacksonville. He did music out there. Got to play some great venues. He was in a pretty good band out there. Then they moved to San Diego because she's Navy, so they've kind of done that. And now they okay. come back to Virginia and. Uh, He's uh, he's a lot like us. You would love him. Man. He's a great dude. He's uh, yeah. Y'all should he, come, man. I, was, I told well. I was like, my baby's gonna be so. It, I, you know, I think it's in is it in September. The, yeah, September 9th. That's the day we're playing. Yeah, I want to say and my baby's due date originally is September seventh, and I'm like, and he was just yeah. In town. Uh, I yeah. mean, you know, maybe maybe be there for the birth of your child. That's what I was like. He's like, yeah, but if the baby now they're talking about maybe being August thirtieth, and I'm like, I don't know that I can leave that 
soon after my baby's born. I mean, unless you catch a plane ride and you do, you do some shit where you're in and out in like two or three days. If you if you can do something like that, maybe. But like at the same time, like might need to be there for mama. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's I told him I was like, man, he's like, dude, look, you know, you don't understand. We will. We'll we'll stay stoned the whole time we're there. This will be great. We haven't done nothing together like this in years, and we'll do. You know what I mean? He he and I was like, I really really want to, man. I said I just I don't know. Mama would probably be not too thrilled about that in the least bit. It would be sweet though, man. That would be a that would be a hell of a reunion. That would be a oh. fun. Uh, we could do a a live on uh on scene uh podcast. Oh, absolutely! Almost as portable It'd be man. part so two. Yeah, he's a, he's got, uh, but yeah, I told him I was, when he was down here, I was like, man, you know, uh, I t- you know, I showed him some of y'all stuff, or riding with killers, even all, you know, I said, you know, I've known Taylor a long time, and, and he was like, dude, he plays guitar on that route? And I'm like, oh my God. And I'm like, you we've got to go. You, we've got to do, this is just meant to be. And I'm like, dude, my baby's going to be like a week old. <laughs> I, said, I, don't think, I don't want to, man, but, uh, yeah, I know you have to be stoked for that one. Y'all, y'all just stay away from Lit Biscuit, right? Isn't that? Ah, uh, dude. I mean, I. That's I feel like the, I feel like there's, that? Oh, oh, dude, it's hilarious, man. There was <laughs> so there was a guy who dresses up as as Fred Durst, Darren, out in Pittsburgh. He's so funny, man. Yeah, he's a great photographer, man, and uh, he he does a lot of just like it's like painfully awkward, but that's what makes it so funny. Yeah. And um, he did a video about that phone call right before I joined the band and it started making the rounds. And then I got the call and it became even funnier and uh, it just started resurfacing again. But I, I feel like there's maybe there's a there's a pathway to make everyone just laugh about this and then become the best of friends. Oh, yeah. You know, because like, dude, this this is a Limp Biscuit household. I'll have you yeah. know. So, um, <laughs> you know. Uh, which Macy almost bought a, uh, a, a fucking, which I still think she should wink, wink, hint, hint, and a nudge at this wall stand. She could probably hear me that said, uh, this is a Limp Biscuit household, like as a doormat. I think they'd be the funniest shit in the world. Um, but I, I keep telling the guys like, man, we need to play a Halloween show and, um, we need to just full Limp Biscuit out like Steve yeah. used to get. The red hat and and get the fucking Adidas and I like and I'm just really looking for an excuse to to not wear a shirt and paint my entire torso like black and white and do the crazy hair and the crazy contact like like I I really want a West but do you know how much fun that would be and then we play like a Limp Bizkit cover at the you know like come come the fuck on that would be so cool that would be so much fun. Me and, and Brian Steve would kill it. Like, like he did a Limbiscuit cover in Pittsburgh. Limbiscuit, uh, like cover band. Me and Brian Loman. And every time I mention it, he's like, "Dude, I'm serious." And I'm like, oh. "Brian Loman would be the man to make that cover band happen yeah. for sure. <laughs> he yeah. he would be the one." Yeah. But like, um, no, man, I would, uh, I would, oh, I fucking got it. Hell yeah, fucking bug. <laughs> Dude, I've been like trying to ninja this shit for like the last 15, 20 minutes and I got him. Mmm, suck it. Oh. Um <laughs> But um yeah, man, I, I would love to stay Sunday if we could and, and see I've never gotten to see Lem Biscuit live. I would love oh, wow. to see them. 
Uh, Westmoreland is one of the coolest guitar players that has oh, ever yeah. hit the scene. He is unique. Um, uh, and he's designed some incredible guitars too, man. Like, mm-hmm. uh, his customs that he did with Yamaha for, uh, what was it? Blacklight Burns. I, I hope I'm saying that right. Yeah. Um, but like, dude, he's, and, and even the shit that he did with PRS, man, he did some oh, yeah. weird stuff with them. Like that I, I would love to just jam and, and see what kind of weird sounds that you can make on some of those guitars that he has just created out of, out of the blue. Like, uh, he's a very cool guitar player. And then like the fucking still sucks. Uh, that the opening song, uh, boom, 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 yeah. boom, 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 boom. Oh my god, yeah. dude! Like I that record. Which speaking of, like I'm very disappointed in myself. I need to put that bitch back in regular rotation, man. I feel like I listened to that record probably thirty or forty times in a row. <laughs> like when it came out, like that was one of my painting albums. Like when I would do a big project. I could put that record on and it would make an hour go by like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it was just like you dancing and you know, like his the riffage and I don't know, man, just you talking about the newest album, that last one they put out. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. my god, yes. Dead vibes, man. That's Still sucks it was, I think it was. <laughs> um fucking uh snacky poo. Like like <laughs> dude. But it, it, it's hilarious, but like it's so fucking good at the same time. Like it felt like it felt like I was back in the early two thousands. I was like, oh my god, thank you, nostalgia. Yeah, you know, like it was. It, it, but it was still, it was still new as fuck and fresh. Oh yeah, as oh, yeah. as Fred Durst says oh, in the song. But it's true. Like yeah. it, it is fresh, but at the same time, it's like it's old school as fuck, and it works so well. But like. Uh, dude, a Limp Bizkit Tapper tour would be fucking bananas. Or, like, I, I hope something like that gets to come back up next year, man. I hope we, we knock off the dust. I hope some cool offers come in. I hope we get to do whatever. Like, I, I, I want to go. I want to do I want to do the thing, you know, with Tapper and with Riding with Killers. And I really feel like I'm about to have a very cool symbiotic relationship between the two bands because, you know – like riding with killers doing well and like like with the way that we, like it's like the alien ant farm show we just did at district 142 holy fuck holy mm-hmm. shit like dude it was packed you mm-hmm. know like if we keep playing shows like that and and doing well on this record you know slams like i know it's going to like i've, I've, I've we've got some good fucking tunes on yeah. on the song that we're that, that heard yet that that we did with Matt that I'm so excited for and then the record that we did with Jacob man I think that one's gonna just fucking everyone's gonna be like the fuck like it's mm-hmm. I, I know that like we've got some really really good things on deck and really great times ahead with riding with killers but it's like I feel like we're just gonna do nothing but boost each other up man like like yeah you know, t- Tapper doing well means riding with killers to do well and then we start doing even better and then building that community and that relationship with our audience. And then like, well, Hey, just so you know, like I also play guitar from that. And then you start, you know, bringing in other fans that, you know, that are newer, that, that our music might appeal to, you know, that, that might not have heard of Taproot yet. And then vice versa with Taproot to us. It's, it's a really cool channel that I feel we've opened up and, um, 
I'm just really excited to 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 bounce back and forth and and uh it just it feels good to be doing music again to this capacity and, and I got and I can't I can't not mention this either because I love her oh so dearly as well as her band um Audrey Ray a country artist that I have started to jam with and uh, I'm supposed to go do some studio stuff with her Mm-hmm. and tim up at the loft hopefully soon but like dude i didn't have that on my bingo card playing for a country right. artist but like she's not playing this bullshit country pop wish we were right. rock star like like there is a genre yeah the bro country the the yeah. the let's pander to our audience the let's you know like, like and unfortunately it's very prevalent right now but like i feel like she's writing like actual good country songs like you know, like there's almost like a bit of a Dolly vibe and like old school, just like, it's, it's cool, man. Like yeah. it's, yeah. I really, really like what she's doing with her songs. And I think she's got a really cool career ahead of her. And um, I'm, I'm very thankful to, to be considered to go play music with them whenever I can fill in for them. So it's like, I mean, technically, dude, I'm in three bands right now. You know, the country that get, was like, like a one-off thing with her. Then that was the. Oh, right. dude, I, 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 I unfortunately had to turn this down. Um, and, and I mean, I, I guess I technically could make it work, but at the same time, like, it's going to be a really, really big show. So Tapper's doing Taste of Madison. Mm-hmm. um in wisconsin and, and i've always wanted to play that festival too man um it's so badass uh, i really like downtown madison that's where i've done a lot of you know even when it was still catharsis before we changed the name we went and recorded you know villain up at uh in madison at matt's house in his uh, studio in his basement um and uh i always really liked the downtown madison area and then when i did the writing with killer stuff i stayed by myself in downtown Madison at a hostel. And uh, it's just so badass. You can see the Capitol. Well, they set the stage up and the band, like my view, aside from a packed audience, which they always have like tens of thousands of people come through every year when they do that. It's a big annual, kind of like how CPR Fest is. Right. Same fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but just with, uh, was it WJJO? Um, I, God, I hope I get a, I'm getting those call numbers correctly. And if I'm not, like, please forgive me. I will make another video and beat myself up. But I'm fairly certain that's the correct call signs for them. Um, which, dude, I need to look that up real fast. <laughs> um I feel I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with my gut and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that 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 should be okay, um, but again you know, but either way like the you get the capital right behind mm-hmm. and uh, you know we're 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 co-headlining with non-point so we're gonna be playing at night like everything's gonna be lit up it's gonna be just super fantastic but uh, and and it sucks because I really would have liked to have played this festival too over in Royal Oak called Arts Beats and Eats, which is a an area of Michigan that I really really enjoy. Great city, um, but uh, Audrey's playing over at, at that festival, and it's the day before. But it's like there's like a seven hour stretch between you know that festival and getting to Madison, Wisconsin, and it's like her sets at like eight from seven or eight to nine or seven to eight something. You know, a nice, really good primetime slot. But it's like, man, I would literally have to play a set, get off stage, jump in a car, 
drive like six hours and, you know, not get, I would argue, proper sleep versus, you know, get there the day before, get to the hotel, sleep soundly, you know, get to, and, and we got sound check at 9 a.m. too. There's also that little file yeah, too. So, you know, um, I, I just, you know, unfortunately I had to turn it down, but like, I, I feel like I've got more dates with Audrey coming up and I'm really excited about, um, dude, everybody in her band, um, Tim normally plays bass, but, uh, you know, um, every now and again, whenever he can't do it, um, they'll throw, uh, Oh my God, I'm having a brain fart right now. But basically, uh, you know, when, when certain people can't be there, like they'll give me the call. So, um, you know, I, uh, I'm really, I'm really stoked to be playing with so many different artists and, and, and musicians up here in Michigan, you know, like, like, like Jed and Chris who are in riding with killers with me now. And I actually have a solid band that I can start booking shows. Like I absolutely love those boys. Um, you know, they're in it to win it. They want to do it. They're they're They want to be here. They, they dig what, what I'm doing and, and the music that I'm writing and, you know, we all get along and, and, and again, it's like, uh, it's just, it's just cool to be in a band with good dudes and, um, it, it, and just so many good people all across the board between Audrey and Taproot and riding with killers. Like, uh, I, I consider myself very lucky and, you know, it's just good to be back, man. Oh, absolutely. Really to be back. Absolutely. From a break, like you said, that little span of not doing anything. And now you're like, Woo. Now it's like being pulled in 30 different directions. So. <laughs> awesome, man. Hey, we went over an hour, but you know what? I don't care. Yeah. Uh, I knew that was going to happen. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and that'll be my cue to go eat some dinner because I'm, I'm starving. <laughs> oh, yeah. I understand that. Yeah, man. But, uh, Brother, I love you 100%, man. You know that. and um, I love you too, man. I'm um, so happy that you're still around, man. Like, like yeah. dude, this is, uh, let's see, what are we, we're, we're, we're closing in in the next couple of years on 20 years of friendship. That's it, we're closing man. in on it. We're getting there. Yeah, I still, you know, I'll, I'll always hold it over your head that you told me I was too old to sing for y'all in captions, but. <laughs> Oh, man, it's all love, buddy. You know, you know I'm one of your biggest fans. There ain't no doubt about it, brother. But uh, uh, I, that means the world to me, man. Like I, I'm so happy that we're still friends and you're still here. And I, I love you, and I'm happy things are great in your world. And uh, you know, congratulations to you and the family. And uh, you know, I'll, I'll be on the lookout. Oh, absolutely. And y'all get your butts down south, man. Even if it's riding with killers, whoever it is, because. If it's in about a five or six hour drive, I'm gonna be there, my man. We'll make it happen, bro. I uh, I've been talking with Greg down at uh down at ninety nine Rock and uh in Club LA. I miss I miss my people down there. I really wanna get back there. I wanna bring riding with killers to uh to New Orleans. And I'll tell you too, man, um once uh once I get this record with Jacob done. I'm, I'm definitely going to do an album release party in, um, in Michigan. Um, maybe we'll be at the point of where we can book a party, a release show at, at district 142 and Wyandotte. I, I love that video or, or honestly, maybe we could do the machine shop. Like that would be fucking be great. gnarly. I'd love <laughs> to do an album release show at the machine shop, but I, I got to do something in Michigan because yeah. we're doing vocals here. 
Uh, I'm going to do one in New Orleans because, you know, we did the music down there. And uh, Devin Clark from Cane Hill did the drums on that record. Nice. Um, and James Laskew came back uh, to do the bass on, on, on the second record. He did the first as well. And there's a, a couple songs that we're going to carry over that Tim mm -hmm. uh, Krukowski did. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I'm also going to do um, an album release party in Gothenburg, Sweden. Like I, I, I want to do that. I, I've, you know, I've, I've got to go there to play some music since we, you know, I spent a month there and, right. and I spent a lot of, a, a lot of great time there. I made family and my Sweden fam. Like, I, I love you all like more than words could ever express. Like I, I've never felt more normal and at home and around family in my entire life than when I was with there. Like there was no adjustment. There was no nothing. It was just, here we are. Love wow. you. Yeah. We're, we're, we're each other's people. Like it was, it was instant. Um, so yeah, man. Um, I, I, uh, I, I've got some things to do, but, um, I, I'm making plans, but I'm definitely going to come down there with, with both me. I, I feel like Taproot will be down there and I know riding with killers will be down there. Like I, I know it'll be great to, to book. Like if I could do a little run, you know, hit like club LA, um maybe brad and company would want to bring us back to soul kitchen or something like i i i, I slung some tickets for some soul kitchen shows man like i, I moved a bunch yeah. and uh you know maybe we'll get to do another cpr fest hit the gulf yeah. coast that way or, or or maybe hard rock man it'd be fun as fuck to go play the the hard rock room i would love that and then uh and hit new orleans um I also really want to do a show at Santos over in New Orleans, like do like a nice little intimate, you know, show. That would be another, you know, maybe, maybe do, maybe do a weekend in New Orleans, man. That might be the ticket. Do a, do a show right. at Santos and then do a, a big old show, you know, at a uh, house of blues. That, that sounds, that sounds like a fucking winner right there. It does, man. All day long. Anyway, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go smoke some more weed. And, yes, sir. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go eat some food. Uh, thank you so much for having me, man. The chat thank was you. awesome, and uh, I can't wait to do this again. Absolutely, man. I love you, dude. And we'll talk to you soon. Love you, bro. Take care, right. man.